Hello and welcome to Corbett's Comments. I'm Dr. Otis Corbett and I invite you to come along with me as I share biblical exposition and commentary. I truly believe that God's Word is one of our greatest helps as we live for Him in the world today. And so like the psalmist, let us agree to hide His Word in our hearts that we may not sin against Him. Hello, I'm Otis Corbett. And today I want to share a word about selfless service as I comment on Joshua 10 verses 5 through 15. This passage reads, So the five Amorite kings, the kings of Jerusalem, Hebron, Jarmuth, Lachish, and Eglon, joined forces, advanced with all their armies, besieged Gibeon, and fought against it. Then the men of Gibeon sent word to Joshua in the camp at Gilgal, Don't abandon your servants. Come quickly and save us. Help us, for all the Amorite kings living in the hill country have joined forces against us. So Joshua and his whole military force, including all the fighting men, came from Gilgal. The Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid of them, for I have handed them over to you. Not one of them will be able to stand against you. So Joshua caught them by surprise after marching all night from Gilgal. The Lord threw them into confusion before Israel. He defeated them in a great slaughter at Gibeon, chased them down through the ascent of Bethorn, and struck them down as far as Akazah and Makeda. As a old soldier and a retired chaplain, I'm very familiar with the army values. These are the core values which the army teaches its soldiers to live by. And these values include loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal courage. I don't think it's a coincidence that the value of selfless service is in the center of this list. For I believe that selfless service is central to being a soldier, a sailor, marine, airman, or coast guardsman, or space guardian. It's central. And selfless service is the focus of Memorial Day a day in which we remember all those who have paid the ultimate price in the service of our country. Now, I want to look at this concept of selfless service today using our passage of Joshua 10 to give us some context. So let me tell you the story behind Joshua 10. The children of Israel, upon entering into Canaan, had been fooled by a tribe called the Gibeonites. Now, uh, this story is too long to relate here, but the Gibeonites had deceived Joshua into making a covenant with them. You see, the Gibeonites would become a workforce for the Israelites, and the Israelites would not kill them and also provide them protection. Now, the day came in which the Gibeonites came under attack from the five kings of the Amorites. And in modern language, the Gibeonites called 911 and they cried for help. And Joshua responded. He told his men to saddle up and they saddled up. He told them they were going to march all night and they marched all night. He told them they were going straight into an attack on the next day and they did that. Now we can see many remarkable aspects to the story if we look at Joshua 10 in more depth. But I just want to mention one very remarkable thing right now. It is absolutely amazing that the Israelites conducted a night approach march into battle in this day. 
In today's world, it would be odd if you didn't take advantage of the night. But in those days, people did not venture out into the dark. They had no night vision goggles. They had no GPS. They didn't even have flashlights. When sundown came, they went inside. And yet these men followed Joshua. They made that night approach mark. They launched into an attack, and they routed their foe. Now, why did they do that? Well, largely because of selfless service. The army defines selfless service as putting the welfare of the nation, the army, and your comrades before your own, or before your family, even. In this case, the Israelites took extraordinary measures to put the welfare of the Gibeonites before their own welfare, or the welfare of their families. And in a deeper sense, they also did it because of the sacred vow that their nation had made to the Gibeonites. It was not only a covenant that Joshua had made, but it was a covenant that all of the people of Israel had made with the Gibeonites. Now, what does this history lesson, this Bible story, have to do with what we're doing today on Memorial Day? What does this have to do with our observance of this, of this celebration today, of this holiday? Well, just this. Our nation has also made a sacred vow. As Abraham Lincoln put it uh, during the Gettysburg Address, our forefathers brought forth a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal, that all people are created equal. The documents that established our nation asserted the inalienable rights that all people have to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, the United States is not just the most powerful nation on earth. It's also the first nation on earth that I'm aware of that committed itself to protecting the freedoms and liberties given by God to all, but who historically have been enjoyed by far too, many, uh, too few people. Now, we've not always gotten the task right. We have made many grievous errors in our history, but we've always moved forward in our sacred task of preserving liberty. And we must continue to do so. But the imperfect world in which we live makes that a difficult and sometimes seemingly an impossible task. We are a shining city set upon a hill, but unfortunately that also makes us a pretty good target. Because in this world live bad men, bad people, who align themselves with the forces of evil to take away the liberty and freedom of people. These bad people, these bad men, will stop at nothing to achieve their heinous goals. They would have all peoples living in bondage to the same twisted and evil philosophies in which they have ensnared themselves. They will stop at nothing. And so they have to be stopped. And this is where we come to today. We are here today to honor the selfless service of those who've put their nation, their families, and their friends above themselves. We honor those who followed the example of the Israelites, who when they were called upon to fulfill their sacred duty, did so and went above and beyond to accomplish their mission. We are here to honor those who, when their family asked whom, uh, when their nation asked, whom will I send and who will go for us, answered in the manner of the prophet Isaiah, who said, here am I, send me. All of those who have worn our country's uniform know of selfless service. 
They have had to leave their homes, their families, and their friends to go to places that they had never been before, mostly miserable places, and they endured the hardships of training and preparation, and they learned to live in the most difficult locations and most difficult climates. Yet all who've done this, yes, they know the meaning of selfless service, but only a few know what it means to give the last full measure of service. And we honor those today who laid down their lives on the altar of freedom. They paid the ultimate price to stop those bad men who would not in the past and still not today stop at anything so that the cause of freedom might die and that the cause of oppression would rise triumphantly. God forbid that this ever happens. Our honored dead took seriously their oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States from all enemies, foreign and domestic. For them, it was not just a ritual or formality of enlistment, but also a sacred duty. And that sacred duty cost them everything, including their lives. And it cost their families everything, too. So today, as we remember those who have fallen for the cause of freedom, let us not do so with empty words. Let us renew our own devotion to protecting liberty and freedom so that these we remember will not have died in vain. Let us vow to never waste the selfless service of those who have given all on the altar of freedom. Please bow with me as I close in prayer. Gracious, sovereign God, Lord of all nations, on this Memorial Day, we pause to reflect upon our blessings as a nation and the high cost of those blessings. We offer our prayers of thanks and intercession. We thank you, Father, for the freedom we enjoy in this country and for the opportunities we have to flourish and for the security of our land. We thank you also for those who served in the armed forces of our country and those who risk their lives for our liberty that we enjoy that you blessed us with. Thank you for those who have given their lives in service to our country because they sacrificed in such a costly way for the sake of others, including all of us who celebrate this day, this holiday today. Thank you for those who have given their lives so that those who live in other countries might experience freedom from tyranny, the same freedom from tyranny that we are blessed with in this nation. In intercession, Father, we pray for the family and friends of those who have given their lives in the service of our nation. May they be comforted in their sadness. May they be reassured that the sacrifice of their loved ones contributed to a worthy cause. May they be proud of those they have lost. And may they entrust their ultimate faith into your gracious hands, their ultimate fate, Father, into your gracious hands. Even as we remember those who have given their lives in the past, Father, we also think today of those who are whose lives are on the line today, who now, even as we speak, are in harm's way. Protect them, encourage them, bless them and their families, and bring them home safely to us, Father, in victory. Oh Lord, may, be we, may we be more aware of just how blessed we are as a nation. May we be more grateful for our blessings, more faithful in stewarding them well, and more eager to share them with others. Bless us, Father, today with your grace and peace and mercy. And God, may you bless us and keep us. May you make your face to shine upon us and be gracious unto us. May you lift up your countenance upon us, Father, and give us peace. Thank you for 
celebrating Memorial Day today. And thank you for remembering all those who sacrificed their lives that we might have the freedom to serve God as he has called us to do. So may you be blessed today. And we look forward to seeing you again next time. Thanks for listening. I'll be back soon to comment on more scripture that we can consider together to help us in our everyday lives. Every blessing. I'm Dr. Otis Corbett.